Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto you from our Lord, from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation, as I said, was for, is from our gospel lesson from the book of Romans, the eighth chapter, as Paul continues with 35 to 39. In the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, fellow redeemed, the symphony of confidence Paul has written so far in the eighth chapter of Romans comes to a grand crescendo in the words of today's text. And to understand their full power, we must remind ourselves of what has come before. Listen to the notes of assurance struck by the apostle inspired by the Holy Spirit. In verse 1, Paul says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Verse 2, Therefore, through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. He goes on in verse 14, Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Verse 18, I consider that the present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Verse 26, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Verse 28, in all things God works for good to those who love him who has been called according to his purpose. And verse 29 and 30, for those God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. And then he comes with that question in verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? Following that question, Paul asked another question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Perhaps some of you think way back now as I look over the audience, me too, uh, what friends wrote in your yearbook in high school. Some wrote this, which I never heard of it, I came across it, yours till Niagara Falls. Have you ever heard that? Okay. I didn't. <laughs> but when you wrote that, it, if you were serious when you wrote it, it's, you were just not playing with the words, you really meant yours forever. Now in that last century, a group of spectators gathered at Niagara Falls to marvel its majesty, majesty and its, its uh, power. The water roared over the precipice and crashed down to the rocks below. I haven't seen that yet. The water thundered so loudly, and I've seen that in other waterfalls, but perhaps it was louder at the uh, Niagara Falls. The tourists could barely hear one another, even if they shouted comments of awe and appreciation. And then suddenly, the roar ceased. Dead, and there was a dead, eerie silence fell like a wet blanket over the crowd. Somewhere upstream, 
On a cold winter's day, several large ice floes had come together in just the right way that temporarily blocked the flow of Niagara Falls, of the river. And these ice flows had, had literally turned off Niagara Falls. But no one and nothing has the power to divert the flow of God's love into our lives through Jesus Christ. God's love established forever in Christ's death for our sins has no limits. It's your till Niagara Falls, and after Niagara Falls is no more. Now, we may believe in general that nothing can separate us from the love of God, but when we run into Pacifics, when we find ourselves shaken, where there's trouble, hardship, famine, nakedness, financial crisis, plant closings, downsizing, coronavirus, and our, and our country's unrest as it's going right now. The added dangers believers face for persecution for the sake of Jesus, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. We are surely, we are sure of God's mercy, come what may. And our final triumph in Christ through all, not just some of these things we triumph. Yes, our triumph is in Christ. Not through some, but of the things that we triumph, we overconquer. We, we are overwhelmingly conquer. Already in this life, our victory belongs to us. Victory that is total. Victory that is complete. And so it's overwhelmingly victorious. It's to be completely victorious, to have, completely, to have complete victory over. With that hymn writer in the hymn for all the saints that we sang yesterday at, at Charles Tim's funeral, Part of the verse goes like this that illustrates that overwhelming victory that is ours. And when the strife is fierce and the warfare long steals on the ear the distant triumph song and the hearts are brave again and arms are strong, alleluia, alleluia. No matter how forcefully Satan accuses you and me, even the worst sins, he cannot and will not defeat us. Since on that cross, we find that Christ defeated them. We are already participating in that triumph. We now have that peace that sins are, our sins are forgiven. Faith in Jesus Christ is the victory that overcomes the world. Many times, when we feel like we're overwhelmed and fearful, our doubts come from uncertainty about what may happen in the future. When Abraham Lincoln was riding from town to town in Illinois as a circuit riding lawyer, he often had to forge dangerous rivers. One of those was the Fox River, noted for the danger was particularly life-threatening. And 
one evening, he met an intermittent Methodist preacher who asked him if he discovered a safe way to cross the Fox River. And Abraham Lincoln said, yes. I learned that the greatest secret about crossing the Fox River is I never crossed the Fox River until I reached the Fox River. What rivers are you crossing today? What rivers do you fear you will face tomorrow? You see, Paul's confidence words are your words too. I am convinced that nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not even the Jordan River, often symbolic to death, can daunt us. God once led the children of Israel across that Jordan River on dry land. Israel crossed that uh, dry, uh, Jordan on dry land, but there was many worried in advance of how they could do it. But just as they just followed the Ark of the Covenant, that river stopped for the Lord's Ark. They never even got their feet wet. Remember one of the hymns that we sing, Guide Me Ever, Great Redeemer? One of the verses goes like this, when I tread the verge of Jordan, bid my anxious fears subside. Death of death and hell's destruction land me safe on Canaan's side. During the end of, or towards the end of his life, the painter went raw, had difficulty in holding his paintbrushes because he had crippling arthritis, and it threatened to steal his ability to paint even at all. And a fellow artist asked him, why do you paint despite the pain? And Renoir replied, the pain passes, but the beauty remains. May this be our thought, too, as we experience the trials in our life and the tribulations that come our way with that sure and certain hope that we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.